Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about why your SEO sucks and how to fix it. Neil, what are your thoughts? The biggest reason your SEO sucks is everyone believes that they can just install a plugin and that's it. Or they just believe that it's off-page SEO and on-page doesn't have that big of an impact. I mentioned this multiple times in the last week on Marketing School podcast. I did one URL change and then my ranking shot up by over 50%. That's just an on-page change. Point I'm trying to make is the reason most people's SEO suck is they focus on off-page because they feel it drives all the traffic, all the rankings, all the results. And no one focuses on the on-page stuff. So I think what actually would be really good for this podcast is we teach them some of the cool on-page stuff, even if it's simple, that they could be doing. Want to start off, Eric? Yep, I'll start off. So first and foremost, with on-page, you want to do your keyword research. I know, I know, keyword research is looking at historical data. You can also, you know, to kind of counteract that, you can also look at Google Trends as well to see how keywords are trending over time. But I do recommend using a tool like, uh, you can use a tool like keywordtool.io. You can use the Google Keyword Planner, even though it's pulling from AdWords data, just to get an idea of how you want to craft your, your content, right? Um, if you're going to do any type of content strategy, you should think about what goals you want to achieve, right? It doesn't necessarily mean you have to follow the, the keyword research um, to a T and be very robotic about it, but it does mean you should at least consider it and then, you know, come up with different ideas surrounding these different themes, um, you know, bring your team into it as well. Um, and as Neil said, when it comes to SEO, two things that matter the most, right? It's content and links. It's it's not one or the other. You have to have two. Yeah. Another thing to consider is no following a lot of your external links that aren't relevant. I see some blogs and websites linking on like 50,000 times. The last thing you want to do is be seen as a directory. If that link really helps benefit the user and they need to go take that action to get better results or get better whatever you're trying to teach them or sell them, et cetera, then that's fine. Make that link a pass-through. If that article, that reference isn't necessarily where the customer or their visitor has to click through and read that site or go to that webpage, no follow that link. In essence, if someone has to take action and go somewhere and it's pretty much a necessity for them to do so based on the content, the products, the services that you're talking about, then fine, link to them, make it a do follow. The link isn't necessary, then make sure you know follow it. And the other thing when it comes to SEO is, you know, most people think that it's kind of a one-time deal. Um, you know, you get the technical portion right, you get a content strategy right, and then that's it. Um, but really, SEO is an ongoing thing. So you have to think about, okay, you know, you have to constantly look ahead, look around your, your, um, your industry, your niche, and think about, okay, what content can I produce to stand out from the crowd? So for example, if you're in the marketing niche, there's a, it's an echo chamber, right? A lot of people are repeating the same things over and over. What can you do to stand out? What can you do differently, right? For example, you know, Neil's got a lot of data-driven posts that are pulling from different APIs. Um, you know, we're talking a couple hundred thousand or, you know, a couple million data points. 
um, that's how you can stand out, right? You have something that's unique uh, and that's going to be able to, to drive links, but you have to be very deliberate in how you think about things. If you're just kind of going through the motion, and I've certainly you know been, been guilty of that in the past, if you're just going through the motion, there's really no reason for people to pay uh, attention to you. So you have to be thinking that it's an ongoing thing. You have to be willing to invest. It's not just, oh, we'll pay you know five, 10 grand for a technical audit, get some links and then we're done and SEO doesn't work for us. It's ongoing. You have to be willing to invest. And also you have to be very patient at the same time. You know, even though like most agencies, like for example, some people will come to us and they'll say, you know, we're looking for link building. How long does it take? We'll say anywhere from, from six to 12 months. But honestly, you know, we have to think about it. Like, you know, Neil, myself, people are just impatient. We want to see results quickly and it's difficult to invest. You know, we're talking, uh, you know, five, six figures a month when it comes to link building uh, because it's a lot of chunk of change and it's a long time to wait, but you have to be patient. Uh, all good things come to, to people that, that wait. Take all of your most popular pages or the most five or 10 most popular pages, pick them, right? Link to them within your sidebar or the bottom section of your website on almost all the pages. Over time, within a three to six month period, you'll notice that they'll all start ranking higher, but you got to link to them more frequently, pass more juice, pass more flow. It's really simple. Again, most people don't do this. Right. And one thing we talked about is how to rank zero when it comes to SEO. I highly recommend Googling that very phrase, how to rank zero in SEO. This basically means that you're getting featured in that snippet that rises above everything else. Uh, The click-through rate is extremely high. There's been some good case studies around it. When it comes to ranking zero, the high level is, you know, you might have an H1 tag and a a snippet of text right below it that's very informative and it's to the point. Uh, It's not overloading. And then that way that snippet can be pulled into Google. And then that way, um, you know, you're going to be driving a lot more traffic that way. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, people read my snippet in the Google search result page, they're not going to click through. But the reality is they actually do click through. And you can see using tools like SEMrush or tools like Ahrefs, if you are actually in that uh, little rank zero snippet. Yeah. Another thing that you should do is continue fine-tuning your title tags and meta description tags. Anytime you perform a Google search, you just don't click on the first result. Yeah, you may think you do, but a lot of times you're actually reading the title and the description before you're clicking through because you know a lot of the results won't be relevant to what you're looking for. So optimize them. Make them persuasive. If you yourself aren't willing to click on your own listings, then other people won't either. Make sure they're persuasive. Google things like copy blogger headline formula or uh, how to write magnetic headlines, right? Those are things you can Google. And I'll teach you how to make way more persuasive title tags as well as write better meta descriptions. Also read a lot of the books out there from David Ogilvy, one of the best copywriters out there. And he used to say, for every dollar you spend on advertising, 80 cents goes to the headline. And he's right. Spend time and energy making amazing headlines. You want to make sure that you have for your images, you want to have your alt text, right? Alt tags, make sure that that's in there. You have a keyword in there. That way search engines can crawl it. Even though Google's getting a lot better with uh, DeepMind and everything, we're still not quite there yet where they can figure out, you know, what a video is or what a image is. Um, but I, I should I should backtrack a little bit. They are getting a lot better with images, but still, you want to have that alt tag in there um, as of 2017. And start combining your pages. Even I make this mistake. A lot of times I'll write articles on like online marketing tools, and then I'll have three different articles that are on online marketing tools. And Google's eyes are like, well, you're trying to compete and rank for online marketing tools with all of these pages. They don't like that. They want one in-depth page versus many pages on the same exact topic. So start combining and 301 redirecting the weakest ones to the strongest page. There's a strategy called the hub and spoke strategy. If you Google hub and spoke content strategy, 
you're going to find somebody's URL. His name is uh, jimmydaily.com, I think. Um, basically, the idea behind this is that you have one hub page, which can be your main page. Let's say you're, let's use Neil's uh, advanced content marketing guide, for example, um, has a lot of chapters. Let's say he has 12 chapters, right? Well, you start with one. The, the first page is kind of the introduction page, and it links to all, you know, let's say it links to 12 other pages, right? The other chapters. That is known as the hub page. And then your other pages, the, these other chapters, they're internally linking uh, to, you know, the, to uh, secondary pages, like, you know, what's next? Uh, or you can go back one page, but they're all internally linking to each other. So you have a hub and spoke, and they're also linking back to the main page, the, the hub. And then you basically, you're, you're building this one resource page, and it's becoming more powerful because Google likes to see that one intro page, and then you have a, a whole other pages backing it up. Um, and then they're all kind of internally linking to each other. But definitely check that post out because it goes into a lot more detail there. Um, and you're going to see what we mean. But a good example would be Neil's guides. And you can also look uh, Google, you know, conversion rate optimization. Qualaroo ranks number one for conversion rate optimization. It's because they have a hub and spoke page. And you'll see what I mean. That's pretty much it on my end. Anything else on yours, Eric? Nope, that's it. We'll see you in tomorrow's episode. This session of Marketing School has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.